What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, y'all, this is Abby Wilson. I'm the director of guest services at New Vision, and I am so happy you are joining us on our podcast. If you are new here, we are currently in a series walking through the Gospel of Mark. We go verse by verse, and and as we get towards the end of Mark, we're in chapter 12 today, just like we have been for the past few days. Um, and there are 16 chapters in Mark, we really are only doing a few verses a day because what we see is there is a lot packed into these verses where the first, you know, three-fourths of Mark um, was was covered a, a pretty good year span at a time. Um, you know, the first maybe two years of Jesus's ministry, these last couple chapters, this is really digging into what was happening, you know, pretty close up the week, two weeks, maybe up to a month right before crucifixion. And so we have a lot of details. There's a lot to take in. And so we just want to really go slowly through these. So today we're only going to be covering six verses. And with these six verses, I'm actually going to break it up into two sections. Um, only because this first section, it took me a little while to get my head around. And so I just want to help you as we walk through these. So we're going to read, this is Mark chapter 12. I'm going to do verses 35, 36, 37. I'm going to read those and and tell you some of my thoughts about it. And then we'll do verses 38, 39, and 40. So let's go ahead and jump in. I'm reading again, Mark 12, verses 35 through 37 first. I'm going to be reading this from the ESV. Um, That's the translation that I typically use. And then I am going to also read it um, from the message. The message is a translation that's like a commentary. It's someone's, it's kind of like a thought for thought, an idea for idea um, interpretation. And so just with these scripture, it, it just kind of gives a little bit more of a modern day um, language and vernacular to what is being said. So I'm going to read that and then we're going to talk about it a little bit. So here we go. This is Mark 12, starting in verse 35. And as Jesus taught in the temple, he said, how can the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself in the Holy Spirit declared The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So how is he his son? And the great throng heard him gladly. And now I'm going to go ahead and read these three verses from the message. And it says, while he was teaching in the temple, Jesus asked, how is it that the religion scholars say that the Messiah is David's son? When we all know that David, inspired by the Holy Spirit, said, God said to my master, sit here at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David here designates the Messiah, my master. So how can the Messiah also be his son? The large crowd was delighted with what they heard. So again, those are the same verses, just in two different translations of the of the Bible. Um, so let's dig into these three verses. There's so much. When I first read this, um, just, just in preparing for this podcast, and I read these first three verses, um, I was... I was I kind of stopped myself and I was like, do I have a great understanding of what he's saying here? And so I had to kind of go word by word and and break down what was being said. So what we see is um, Jesus is teaching in the temple and he says what he says out loud is how can the scribes, which are the, the religious leaders of the day, how can they say that the Christ or the Messiah is the son of David? And it's and then he goes on to say, David himself in the Holy Spirit said, 
the Lord said to my Lord, or as the message says, um, it says, um, sit here, or I'm sorry, it says, God said to my master. So David said, God, Father God said to my master. That's what David says. Um, sit here at my right hand until I put my enemies under your feet. And David calls the Messiah here, my Lord or my master. So how could he be his son? And then it says that the crowd was was delighted in, in what they heard him saying. And so what the scribes were asking, the question that 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 Jesus was posing to them was trying to kind of call out, you know, these scribes, these religious leaders, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they knew scripture. They knew what had been prophesied. So they knew Messiah. And yet they are the same people that are questioning who Jesus is. And so Jesus is throwing this back on them and saying, don't you remember what David said? How could David have say, how can this, how can you say that David says that he is the son of David, but also say, my master, my, my Lord said to my Lord. And so what this is, is Jesus is doing a heart check of the scribes. When we see that he's, he's talking to the scribes and, and he's talking to the Pharisees, the Sadducees, these religious leaders, like I said, it's a heart check of, you say you know who I am, but do you really know who I am? Because what's happening is is Jesus, the Messiah that they have spent their lives learning about, is sitting here and they're denying him. They are they're not claiming who he is, even though they claim to know him based on what they know from scripture. One verse that um that was pointed out when I was reading through a commentary about this that I want to share with you. This is in Revelation. This is one of the last verses in the Bible. This is from Revelation 22, and this is verse number 16. And it's Jesus speaking, and he says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star. I am the root of David. I am the creator of David. I am like he says, I am the Lord or I am the master of David, but also the descendant of David. He came from the line of David, just like we see when we read through the genealogy in the gospels. He came from the line of David. And so here we see Jesus proclaiming he is both the bright morning star. He is both the root and the descendant of David. The scribes aren't getting that. The religious leaders aren't getting that. They are so stuck in in what they have learned about the rules and the regulations and what their expectation is that they're not willing to look outside that expectation. So I want to go on and go and read these last three verses and talk about that. And then I'm going to kind of tie them together. So now I'm going to read, this is Mark chapter 12 and it's verses 38, 39, and 40. And again, I'm reading this from the ESV and it says, and in his teaching, he said, beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces and have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feasts who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. Again, this is Jesus speaking and and he's just he's just posed this question about the scribes who think that they know him so well and yet they they know the idea of Messiah, but they don't actually know Jesus. 
And so in his teachings, he's saying, beware of them because they walk around in long robes. They walk around of a person of power and a person of knowledge, but they they are taking up the space and not giving way to the people that really need Jesus. It says they have the best seats in the synagogue, the place of honor at feasts. They devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. Um, so one thing that I want to pull out from this, you can you can go and read a lot about just these three verses. You can look up one of the commentaries I use is Enduring Word. It's an app you can get on your phone. You can go to the website and check out some of the commentaries. There was a quote, and I, I didn't write down who the quote was from, um, but it was really interesting. It said... Um, something to the effect of if a man travels away, if he's not gone for long or if he's not far away, his letters home are short because he's not that far. When he travels farther, his letters get longer. When there's more distance between the letters get longer. Pointing back to the lengthy prayers, they 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 do these, it says in the scripture, pretense, make long prayers. They are using flowery words. They're making a show of praying to God where when really their hearts are distant their hearts are distant from God their hearts are rejecting God's only son and they're just not in a good they're not in a good heart space they're not really living out being the hands and feet of Jesus they're not living it out they're not making a way for widows they're not making a seat in the synagogue. They're not inviting others to the table to feast. They're not just crying out to God. It's all about show and not about what's actually happening inside. But God sees the heart. We see that over and over in Scripture, in, in the words of God, but also in how Jesus meets people. As we've been walking through Mark and seeing how Jesus interacts with others, He knows the heart. He knows what's going on inside. And so when Jesus is warning about these scribes, these are the same scribes that he's saying, they don't really, they don't believe me. They don't really believe in who I say that I am. They don't really, they don't, they're not trusting me. And so beware, beware of what they're doing, beware of what they're saying, because they are going to have a greater punishment because of their denial. And so my question to you today would be, where's your heart? Have you done a heart check lately? Are you making space for people? Are you serving people well? Are you meeting people where they are? Because that's what God is interested in. He is interested in the heart condition. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you for those that are listening. I pray that that while my words might be jumbled and this can be a confusing scripture, it's it's still confusing for me, Lord. I pray that you would give clarity. I pray that you would remind us that your word is good and true and we can trust in you above all else. And so wherever people are, whenever they're listening, however however you are meeting them, Lord, I just pray that they would feel your presence in a new and in a mighty way today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.